The only thing it's missing is Kenny Loggins, and we'd already have out a Top Gun sequel. This is Days of Thunder on Stinker Man. What's that smell? I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rides, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Steaker Madness. This is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and talk about it because we love bad movies and our fans are bad movie lovers and so are we. I'm Justin. Sam and Jackie are here. Cheers. Yep, we're just here. Slightly disappointed that you, as you're mentioning Kenny Loggins, Mm -hmm. didn't have Kenny Loggins, had fucking Whitesnake, but you turned the movie off before the Whitesnake happened. Yeah, but it's not... Like Top Gun level of Loggins, no. White Snake. They didn't play throughout the entire film. No. So I guess I guess if if maybe White Snake had played through the entire film, then we'd have Top Gear t- Gun Two or Top Gear Top Gun Two. Maybe it was White Snake playing with Hans Zimmer. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of wailing guitars, man. Which is very Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer esque. Very Don Simpson. I'm thinking those guys loved wailing guitars. Like, like, like they, they always, every single one of their movies has this moment where victory is nigh and comes in and you're supposed to be like, yeah, victory is nigh. Exactly. If cocaine was writing and directing the film, it would have more guitars. (laughs) Jackie, uh, you haven't said a word yet. How are you? You are a screeching Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it takes a lot to be a podcaster. Mm. And sometimes when the fear gets you, you just can't podcast anymore. <laughs> All you need is some wailing guitars to cheer you up enough to win. Yeah. And then That's we right. like feel confident and... Uh, Something something stupid would happen, like like our sound quality would get real good, and then and then we'd have the confidence to win, like winning. You just need something outside of yourself to happen that doesn't make any sense, and then you can win. Yes, and that's what happens in every single one of their movies. Uh, Jackie, now Tom Cruise is what you would call a heartthrob to the majority of uh, the panty wearing personage. Are you much into sexy Tom Cruise? No. No. He's never been handsome to me. Yeah. What's but that? I do think that over the years, he has, for Tom Cruise's, he is, he's gotten better looking as he's gotten older. Like, in this movie, he has a unibrow. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, you know, as he's progressed, he's learned, hey, maybe I shouldn't have a unibrow. Maybe I should close my fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, maybe mouth I shouldn't breather. be so much of a fucking mouth breather, which bothered me the entire film. It was like... Shut your fucking mouth. Like, even upon his close-ups, mm-hmm. he would shut it for just a second, and then and then his weird teeth would hang out. This is before he got his, all of his teeth capped, too. Oh. Um, ugh, God damn it. Close your fucking mouth. Did he fix that four-foot-tall problem? I don't think he can fix that. Oh, he's not heightening? 
Well, he was wearing cowboy boots this whole movie, yeah. so there's three inches. And you notice that when him and Nicole Kidman stood together for a majority of their scenes... They couldn't make him tall enough. Uh-uh. No. They uh, tried, though. I don't know what she was doing. Let's talk about Nicole Kidman, too, because uh, she. this is their second movie together? This or is third? the first. This is the first. Okay, this so is far when away... This happened. And, far far and away's next, and Eyes Wide Shut's yeah. third. Okay. This is the movie, so he handpicked her. Okay. He's like, that's who I want to bone next. I want that tall drink of water. Put her in this movie because he saw Dead Calm with her and a guy from Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he's like, yeah, this movie is actually a uh, a complete, it's indulgence in every way, in every part, by every party who has any level of production. Okay. So Tom Cruise is picking his own girlfriends Yeah. Okay. with the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and... They're also him and Don Simpson, because Don Simpson originally had to have a much bigger part. He had a huge part in this. Oh, boy. He was one of the big race car drivers, and Don Simpson and Tom Cruise were going to do their own race car driving. God damn it. And the insurance company, the Bond company, was like, no. Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, are you retarded? But that didn't stop them from just going fucking crazy. Like, they thought, Simpson and uh, Bruckheimer thought they were changing the way movies were made. Uh They're like... If you're on the inside of this, they're going, people don't, they don't even get what we're doing here, man. What we're doing is we're changing everything. This is special. But if you're on the outside looking in, what you see is these guys are, they, they can't make a jerk off movie because they're too busy jerking off to their own ideas. Uh, Simpson and Bruckheimer made an office gym called Days of Thunder that they worked out of <laughs> during the production. And it wasn't for any other reason, but to pick up chicks. To put in the movie, and they never ended up bothering to get any of these chicks in the movie. And the irony is, is that they skipped leg day every time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they never got. I don't think that Bruckheimer was even working out. They never got Days of Thunder thighs. Oh. No, Thunder thighs means that your thighs are big oh. and they slap together. Yeah, of muscle. Beef. No. Yeah. Of fat. Jackie, it's a goddamn joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're just screwing it up. <laughs> you're nitpicking the comedy yeah. of this podcast. I think that after three years, you would just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let him do his thing. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they almost missed the, they got so fucking backwards and sideways on how awesome they were and how awesome racing was that, uh, Tony Scott didn't get done shooting pickups until two weeks before it fucking screened. Jesus. Yeah. And they, and they would have fucked themselves out of everything because that was paramount's, biggest slot for the year it was their june 27th slot mm-hmm. so that was their biggest they almost missed the biggest movie of the year for the studio they were working for. you may say that they were racing to get this film done after they realized that they had screwed up uh tony scott yes <laughs> jesus i yeah, I mean, yeah. throwing things at you right, guys that's I'm not nothing but these are not funny guff. jokes is the problem <laughs> yeah and then you run with them you oh. you say something stupid as well and then the people listening okay. laugh instead let's of do going, it again oh. how about that let's okay. try it again uh you might say they're racing to get this movie done that's a clutch <laughs> yep well they, i don't know where you want me to go with that one. <laughs> they definitely got the pedal to the metal, metal. at the end they're gonna really shock us because good suspension is important in racing and then (laughs) and then when they see their box office returns they're gonna strut yeah i guess (laughs) i'm getting tired (laughs) um so yeah tom cruise is is basically maverick from top gun yeah you saw the story by credit at the beginning 
Yes, yes, indeed. Because the story, story by Tom Cruise's is been this is the fourth time around with mm-hmm. Top mm-hmm. Gun, uh, was Color of Money, mm-hmm. and then Cocktail, mm-hmm. and then this time, and it's the same movie every time. It is the exact same movie. Uh, he's a Maverick. Whoa. Uh, his name is Maverick. No, okay, it's not, but it might as well be. He rides in on a motorcycle at some point. He meets Kelly McGillis, who's, you know, not as pretty as Nicole Kidman, but uh, they're same character. She's telling him, hey, man, you can't race because uh, you're too dangerous, Maverick. And fucking Carrie Elwes shows up as the uh. bad guy halfway through the film with blonde, spiky hair. Uh, everybody takes their shirts off and plays beach volleyball at some point. Um I just don't know how. I guess nobody dies, but Michael Rooker almost like he basically his dies in spirit dies. Yeah. because he can't race anymore. Right, he's worse than dead. Right, which fucks up Maverick quite a bit. Oh yeah, and he's shaken to the core. Now he doesn't want to fucking race either until something fucking happens that's outside of his control that gives him confidence again. Wailing guitar, he wins. It's the wailing the guitar. End. Yeah. God damn it, dude. You know, I, I can't think of two movies that are more similar than Days of Thunder and Top Gun. Well, the thanks same. for listening. That's our podcast yeah. for tonight. Yeah. If you've seen Top Gun, you've seen Days of Thunder. Right. Well, in the blog, I called it, you know, that there was the flying penises and these are the racing penises. Right. There's That's the only difference. I mean, fuck. I can't even say that like Armageddon and Deep Impact have more in common, even though they're about the same fucking thing. These are the same movies. This is just vomiting out Top Gun. Now, Top Gun's a popular movie. Sure. Lots of people like it. Everybody knows that it's gay. Uh, If you don't, well, welcome to the world. What do you have for numbers on this, Sam? 60 is what it costs. It probably cost more than that because of purchases of gyms. Yeah, right. uh, Other things that were like outside of normal spending. Mm -hmm. Uh, It made Black 150, and it's one of the... Only films because they, they talk about, oh, you're going to make $20 million back in uh, home video. You're going to make $40 million. This made 40 is provable opening day of rentals. Yeah. It sold $40 million yeah. and, So this thing actually killed it, really. Yeah. Wow. But, and, and, it's, and you've already seen it. You've already seen it. It's amazing. That's just the... That, that's the more honesty yeah. about Tom Cruise. People will go and watch that guy no matter what he does. Like, he's... Has he failed one time at not putting butts in seats? I don't know. I thought we found one of his movies. Collateral didn't do that well. Now, Collateral fucking killed it, Did dude. It? Yeah, everybody uh, saw Collateral. Uh, yeah. Maybe um, uh, Rinse, Die, Repeat didn't do real great, but I still think it made money. Yeah. And um, uh, Vanilla Sky probably didn't do real great, but it didn't cost anything. So it did pretty good, and it's a really fucking good movie. You can't count Magnolia because it's an ensemble, right? Not him, right? Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know, man. I, I just don't get it. What's what's the deal with that guy? I don't understand it. We've never had him on the podcast. He has been banned from the podcast until you cram this down our fucking throat. Uh, but we could do any of his movies except for Vanilla Sky. What? A, oh, he was in Legend. Which I thought was Legend a- did not do well. Yeah, but I wouldn't consider that a Tom Cruise's movie. That's like a Tim Curry movie. Yeah, and yeah. he's just in it. That's very early Tom Cruise's. Yes. Yeah. So. But Could I we- love that movie. I don't care. I'd watch it again. Tom Cruise's skirt is very short. 
uh-huh. in Legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I have to mention a couple more things about the production. One okay. of the sure. like one of the pickup shots. Guess what? One of the pickup shots was that they forgot to get the first time around. Him crossing the finish line in the climactic race. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Scott was full aware of it. It's just that um, Simpson and Bruckheimer had been doing so much uh, showing up and changing things uh-huh. that like, when he got to the working cut, he's like, here's the movie you guys just made. Now I have six weeks to fucking fix it. Get out of here. Like The crew basically said they had four months of paid vacation uh-huh. with how much Bruckheimer and Don Simpson were just basically jerking off on set. To these ideas that never make it into the movie. The whole movie itself is just a bunch of close-ups with a shaky camera. Yeah. Like, most of the racing shit doesn't even end up in the movie. None of these babes from the gym end up in the movie. None of the shit actually makes it into the movie. The writer, Robert Town, also kept traveling around and building these barns because the barn had to be just right. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the emotional impact Uh, of Robert Duvall's fucking barn. Uh He built two barns that didn't use either one of them. They just found the barn. It, they, it, Robert Duvall's character is also very much Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. There's always this middle America guy, like Tons. like a, a man's man, blue collar, tough as nails, but you know likes to live a simple life. Tom Skerritt and Top Gun. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage and Con Air. Sure. Uh, just just that type of. They're the same character every goddamn time. Like they're gonna teach you a valuable lesson about. Being a man and being an American. Ugh. And I don't like it. No. I would even say that like the Tom Cruise script, because this one is where people really start nailing him for it. They're like, basically, you make the same movie every time. Fuck you. Right. So he changes a little bit. But if you think about it, he's an adult man in the firm and Jerry uh, McGuire, but they're the same fucking movie still. It's also the same movie. Instead of him being the kid, he's just like making it his own finally as an adult man. But it's the same fucking movie. Correct. Yeah, fuck that guy. But in the firm, he's still like a rookie lawyer. So he's a kid that has talent. No, the firm is basically just Days of Thunder again. Yeah, it's Top Gun in the courtroom. They're like, hey, we'll buy the rights to this book. Aren't you going to use the story from the book? No, I've already got a good story. It's called Top Gun Days of Thunder Cocktail and the Color of Money. Never count that short guy out. Nope. He can run fast. <laughs> yeah, he can run fast. And he wasn't any faster than Robert Duvall in this movie. Yeah, proof In fact, Robert Duvall beat him twice. <laughs> <laughs> so let's be realistic here, gentlemen. The old man beat Tom, young okay. Tom Cruise to the finish line. That's the magic of film. He looks fast. He does look really fast. Yeah, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> not so much. No. <laughs> All right, let's get into this piece of shit. Uh, race day. It's Daytona 500. Opening shots, sunrise. Ooh, yeah, getting pumped about racing. I was waiting for the never-ending story theme to start. And uh, Michael Rooker, who we haven't talked about. Uh, I thought we had an episode where we basically just swooned over Michael Rooker. Um, he's awesome in Guardians. He's fucking really good in uh, Mallrats, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting Stink that. Stink palm. <laughs> <laughs> watch that movie um i think i've said that more the, about mall rats than any other movie in this podcast we yeah. should stop doing we should just go watch mall rats. yeah um he's he's a race car driver named rowdy rowdy burns i think is his name yes and uh he's like he's like the guy he's, he's uh dale a, earnhardt yeah he's basically dale earnhardt he's 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 even got a black car with red numbering yep. and they Instead of Goodrich, it's Exxon. Other than that, the paint job's exactly the fucking same. Yeah, exactly the same. He's the old veteran, uh, respected by everybody, hell of a racer. 
Tom Petty's there. Rich Richard Petty. Tom Petty. Uh, yeah, hey. he, he was in the background, right? I mean, Richard Petty. <laughs> Richard Petty, the king. Yes. Nobody loves racing. He more was than in me. the opening shots. He was just not Tom Petty. Yeah. No. Yeah, Richard Ri- Petty. Richard Bob Dylan. Petty was Ooh. not just in the opening shots. <laughs> See, now you come in with this shit. <laughs> well, I'm getting talked over telling Tom Petty jokes. God damn Hell it. Hell is He spun uh, around. Richard Petty gets spun out by Rowdy. Yeah. And that's the end of Daytona 500 cut to fucking Robert Duvall on tractor. That's it? Yeah, they didn't do a good job with this opening race. You know why? Because Tom Cruise isn't in it. Yeah. He wrote this shit. He's like, well, I'm not in it. Let's cut this short. And the the picture was basically made by a bunch of cocaine-fueled hard-ons. Yeah, dude. That's not a good way to lead into your racing movie, no. where you get one shot of racing and then cut to Robert Duvall on a tractor. Who fucking won? We don't know. Doesn't matter. We're to assume that it's Rowdy, but at no point are we told... He won the Daytona 500. What an exciting finish. What an incredible racer. Yeah. He just puts Richard Petty in a wall, and then we're supposed to know that he's good. Yep. What? Wait, are we supposed to... Because everybody likes Richard Petty, right? Yeah, he's a very, very popular... In fact, I don't know a single person that's like, fuck Richard Petty. No, everybody says fuck Richard Petty. No, he won 200 dude. fucking races, man. Yeah, dude, he's, he's, he's like man. Gretzky of... Yeah. yeah. There's Richard Petty and Gretzky are the guys that like won twice as much as anybody else. Even Jackie knows who she, he is. She just thinks that he's Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah, he's I like, know who he is. Anyway... Dresses like the Mad Hatter and sings like this. No, no, that's not Richard Petty. <laughs> that's Tom Petty. Oh, right, right, right. Right. Uh, but my, my kind of my thought there was, are we supposed to think that this other racing guy is a bad dude because he pushed richard petty You're off supposed of the to, i think i think that's what they wanted you to get there but i was like well maybe not maybe he's just a dirty racer and well, that's what i should learn you know we this is before dale earnhardt three years before he dies oh on, okay. on that, the track that quick god yeah. i thought he died much later than that no huh. and uh maybe it is later maybe it's five yeah, years i thought i was out of high school by then sure so just like 15 years so. something like that anyway <laughs> At, he had the nickname the Intimidator. He uh, used to fucking run up on people like before. Like now that he's dead and he died horribly tragically and all that, the love for him is so great. The guy was a fucking dirty driver. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. won a lot of races, but he was really fucking aggressive. I also like the Eliminator. The Eliminator. Yeah, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about the the whatever uh, American Gladiators. Wasn't that the name of the last track? The Eliminator. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Randy Quaid's there, and he's talking to Robert Duvall, and Randy Quaid uh, owns a, a Chevy dealership, a couple Chevy dealerships. City Chevy. Yeah. He's basically Rick Hedrick. Yeah, and he wants uh, uh, Robert Duvall to crew a team, put a car together, and uh, be, a, be a crew chief, And because they're going racing again. He's got a kid. He's got this kid that nobody's ever heard of, even he though he's won all this shit. needs a car out there, right. basically. So they go back to the track and they're watching Rowdy drive around and they're like, yep, that guy's pretty good at driving. They're waiting for their other driver and they're like, who the fuck is this guy that's never going to show up? Well, he's won all this shit, like fucking six all-star races in sprint and like a couple cups and uh, outlaw the whole thing. Yeah, he's pretty much the championship driver of everything but this. Oh, really? Never heard of him. Where's he from? 
Glendale, California. I've never heard of that place either. Are they call him a Yankee. Yeah, which... So he's never heard of California. Yeah. NASCAR hadn't heard of California until, I think, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. The state. Nobody in NASCAR... <laughs> Had ever heard of the West Coast of the goddamn United Until States? Until they started racing at Sears Point, it didn't exist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> These people need to get out of the South. That offends me greatly. Yeah, it's... Well, it, there's a lot of talk that the reason that NASCAR is failing right now is because it took all the races out of the South and put them out of their places, and now it's like, oh, you've ignored your biggest base. As much as everyone, other other people might like it, it's a, it's a Southern sport. Uh, they can keep it. Uh but yeah, dude, he's a Yankee. No, yeah. you idiot. He's from California. Jesus Christ. Look at a map one time. Uh, so he rides in on a motorcycle at perfect timing. Like, well, is he ever going to show up? Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> and it was a crotch rocket in uh, Top Gun. So right. I guess he needed to get a bigger motorcycle for this one. Right, right. He's, he's got a, a cruiser this time. Yeah. But it looks like his cruiser's also been outfitted with the bars that if you drop the cruiser, it doesn't get body damage. So how many times did he drop this fucking bike before they were like, yeah, we better put on the uh, training wheel things. Well, what's he doing on a motorcycle in the middle of a racetrack? I don't think you could just cruise out like that. Like show your pit pass and just go in on your motorcycle. No, I think this is NASCAR in the eighties and nineties. You just show up in a Canadian tuxedo and they let you in. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a racer to me. Yeah. His collar's up. It's good enough for me. That boy's going to shake a big later. <laughs> yep. Fuck off. Uh, Duvall takes one look at him, and he's like, nope. Nope, I'm out. And I take one look at him, and I say, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Me too, Robert Duvall. This guy's a nutsack. <laughs> All right, fine. Take it out there. You can drive Rowdy's car, and Rowdy's like, fuck this kid. Uh, but take her easy. You don't know what you're fucking doing. No, I don't. I've never driven an NASCAR. I've just seen it on TV. Actually, I believe what he says is, if you bend the bitch one inch, I'll rip your balls off. <laughs> right. Uh, huh. Yeah, but his qualifications for this job. I mean, how did that fucking interview go? So, you want to be a NASCAR driver? We're looking for a driver. Can you tell me what you know about NASCAR? Zilch. Uh, I was listening on ESPN this mm -hmm. morning. Sure. Yep. And I know that they go in a circle. I've tried bowling because I watched that too. I did, it didn't go so well. Uh, I tried the the pool, the the billiards. No, I wasn't good at that. Yeah. But here's the deal about me: I'm fast. He's fast, and he showed up not just in the Canadian tuxedo, the two tone. Yeah, black right. jeans. That means you're very cavalier. <laughs> That's right. You're Rules do not apply to you. He's a maverick. He is a maverick. God damn it! What was Topper Harley's call sign in Hot Shot? It wasn't loose cannon. No, I don't remember. Yeah, it's too bad. So he's out there driving around. He's like, I'm dropping the hammer. And everybody's like, no. But he does it anyways, and he breaks Rowdy's time. So he's he's fast. Just like that. It's easy. It's easy to do this, Sam, when there's no cars out there. When there's, yeah. Because that's the whole fucking thing about NASCAR. Yeah, it's not, it's not that, a hard track. It's not that, like, everyone makes fun of, you know, turning left. That's all they do. And, oh, this is a simple track. No, you're out there with 40 other guys that are running into yeah, you. It's not and, hard if nobody else is out yeah, there. Yeah. once what makes it the sport. Once it's 200-mile-an-hour bumper cars, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, probably still not in. 
Uh, but he comes back and he's like, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to win Daytona next year. Okay. Yep. Buddy, sure. Calling your shot, huh? So I guess Robert Duvall's like, fine, whatever you're paying me, I'll bid you, build you a car. This is when he becomes the car whisperer. Yeah, right. He's talking to the car for the first of many times. I'm going to build you. I'm going to shave you. It's kind of like dirty, like he's yeah. getting his car ready for oh, some man. sex. I'm going to shave you down. I'm going to build the fuck out of you, car. Yeah. I'm going to put some bullet wind resistance to the wind goes right under you. Mm. I'm going mm. to weld you shut. I'm going to weld you airtight, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put wheels on you and make you drive around. Spanking the taillights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so it's race time. He's all ready to go. And the very first day, he's getting bumped around. He's like, what the fuck? Sam, if you were Robert Duvall, tell me what you would tell Tom Cruise once you're getting bumped around. It's not bumping. It's not knocking. It's not hitting. It's rubbing. (laughs) Son, rubbing's racing. Rubbing's racing. Rubbing's racing. (laughs) The reason I picked this movie is because of that line. (laughs) Rubbing's racing. Rubbing's racing. Oh boy! So he, they, we get the whole deal. There's many uh, races here. He crashes a bunch of times, fails out, burns up the engine. His tires are exploding. His hair's on fire. Duvall's throwing his headphones at the ground. Throws the hat all the time. Yeah. Horseship. God damn it! God damn it. <laughs> he at one point comes into pit row, and I swear to God, the footage makes him go on 100 miles an hour. And he crashes into the wall in pit row. Yeah. He like, got, almost kills everybody. Had he not crashed out, he certainly would have been black flagged for going over 40 in pit row. Yeah, dude, you're coming in fucking hot. And he's he pissed because that. another guy is pulling out in front of him, which doesn't fucking matter. Because yeah. you need to be going 40, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Slow it down. Did you see that guy? No, I couldn't. You were driving too fast, yeah, asshole. Yeah, you crashed and exploded right in front of me. So I, I'm on fire and I can't see a goddamn thing. Sure. Uh, then there's the ice cream incident. <laughs> this apparently, all of the shit in this fucking movie really happened. At I don't think he came into pit row at a hundred miles an hour and exploded. Uh, Benny. Oh no, he, no, I don't know about that, but like yeah. all of the tomfoolery is real NASCAR stories. The rental car shit was real. Uh, Benny Parsons, when he was racing a replacement for Tim Rich and Harry Hyde, who this whole thing's based on, they actually did that to be assholes to the driver because he was driving like an asshole. They wouldn't let him pit. They were too busy eating ice cream. <laughs> he had to stay out there and drive the car, even though it was tight. Oh, boy. So he gets in a big scuffle with Robert Duvall, and things are not going well on Team Chevy, uh, City Chevy. <laughs> City Chevy, yeah. which is uh, also the actual Rick Hedrick auto dealership in Charlotte. He just wrote himself some product placement in the movie here. Nice. So they got two races before they need to uh, get a sponsor because Randy Quaid's running out of cash, I guess. He can't, he can't keep keep this up. He doesn't want to pay for it himself anyway. Yeah. They need a real sponsor, like Michelob or something. Who does it they get? It's like super. It's not even a real thing. Super flow yeah. oil. When they finally, a movie that's got more Coke product placement uh-huh. than you can shake a stick at, uh-huh. and the dickheads blow the actual product placement deal. Yeah, you should have got like the Diet Dr. Pepper car. Anything other than a product that doesn't exist. Whiskey Coke brand cola. 
for the southern folk. <laughs> Moonshine that'll turn you blind. The best kind. Yeah, Duvall Corn Mash Whiskey. <laughs> uh, so... Robert Duvall goes and talks to him, and he's like, here's the thing. I don't know anything about this shit. <laughs> yeah, which, at which point you're like, yeah, I know. That's why I've come to talk to you, because you don't know shit about fuck. He doesn't know anything about the cars. He's like, I don't know what you're telling me right now. Like, we need to make it faster by doing this and this and this. I don't, uh, I got nothing, dude. I'm yeah. a blank slate here. They just put me in the driver's seat and tell me to drive fast. Up until now, it's worked. Yeah, right. I don't think it has, but. Well, what we need is a montage. Yeah, we need a montage. Even though we just got done with a montage. Ugh. The first 40 minutes of this movie is just a montage. Pretty much. Well, I have four, 40 minutes. You can say until Nicole Kidman shows up, it's a montage. And then it's the sex montage. And then it's the sex montage, yeah. Uh, so he learns how tires work. Uh, they're buds now. Mutual respect, blah, blah, blah. He uh, he's racing again against Rowdy. Yeah, and uh, he takes the lead with three laps left, and there's a caution flag out because somebody spun out and crashed or some shit. I don't know. Oh, he spins out Rowdy. Yes, and Rowdy crashes, so Rowdy's pissed. So he pits up, and he's in first, but the gun jams. Got too much air in it. <laughs> it's jammed up with the air, air gun jam. <laughs> What can happen is they get stuck on the lug, but that's not what happened here. No, my gun's jammed. The air gun is jammed with air. You know what I like to do in the morning? I, I like to make some toast and then put some air jam on <laughs> I air jam out to White Snake when, when people will let me listen to it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not going to happen. So it takes too long for him to get his tires changed. So he comes out and he's in third place. And they only got one option left. You're going to have to go to the outside, kid. No, the outside's too dangerous. No, you can do it. We can put on these uh, matching match, tires. Match tires. Yeah, so it's going to be good. Uh huh. Special tires. He's like, okay, I don't know shit about fucks. Sounds like we can do this. Sounds like if this was real, it sure wouldn't be illegal in racing. <laughs> yeah, match tires. Or I don't know if this goes south, a major fucking lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Whew. So he, he does it. He takes a, a first place and get, he wins. And it uh, turns out the tires were normal the whole time. Oh, you damn dirty Robert Duvall. This is the first time he gets called a candy ass. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise gets called a candy ass like six times, mm -hmm. leading me to believe that he is actually a candy ass. Because if you get called candy ass that many times, it's likely they're not lying. Maybe he thinks he's a candy ass. Maybe it's like a, like a mere thing like a self-fulfilling prophecies he's, he's like no i just write in the script but really deep down he knows he's a candy ass <laughs> what's what's this candy ass <laughs> sweet i don't know I, got, ultimately yeah it's, you got sweet butt <laughs> yeah I, I guess you're a wimp um yeah that's what it means yeah. but if you like you're literally take it yeah you got a sweet ass. sweet ass yeah that doesn't make any sense that's not an insult. No. I'd like to be a candy ass. I don't know if I'd like to be a candy ass. <laughs> Even if. God was damn. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, well, yeah, if somebody came up and called me a candy ass, I'd be like, why, thank you. Well, <laughs> take I, a bite out of crime, why don't you? What? <laughs> that <sense>. McGruff? <laughs> McGruff the candy dog, Sam. <laughs> yeah. McGruff the candy, the candy ass dog, man. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you been drinking? Maybe. Okay, okay. Only you can prevent forest fires. That's a, we'll smoke the bear. <laughs> Her ass is hot. That yeah. at least makes some sense. All of these, all of these PSA mascots are candy asses. <laughs> I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. Look at my buns. <laughs> Aquaman says, "Don't swim in the canal, kids. Shut up, candy ass." I don't think Aquaman said that. <laughs> no, it was a PSA I wanted to make, and no one let me make it. <laughs> The TV station said, no dice. We're not making Aquaman's keeping kids out of the canal. And I was like, well, the blood's on your hands. Who <laughs> will? God. A lot of canals around here. It's dangerous, I tell you. So he wins, and the sponsor is, like, ready to go. They, they just wanders up with some contracts, and the lawyers are like, give it to whoever wins. <laughs> Well, no matter whatever they're asking, just give it to them. Yeah, whatever, right? Well, you know, they have ball caps and everything ready. They're like, all right. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> it, there's just like a line of sponsors waiting for the winner. Yeah, right. Whose turn is it today? It's Superflow. Superflow oil. <laughs> how did those candy asses get over here? <laughs> so they're cruising around in their semi-truck towing thing, whatever you want to call it. It's like a car hauler. Yeah, but it's like a tour bus on the inside, too. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, and they're drinking and having a good time, and they get pulled over. Well, you forgot the part where we find out that Tom Cruise's dad is a yacht thief. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how can you skip over that his dad is a yacht thief who was uh, sponsoring his previous racing gigs? Which is like this sad story that is supposed to be like, you're my new dad, Robert Duvall. Uh But he's like... Yeah, he lied to me, and he sold me down the river. Turned out he was a yacht thief. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Dude, you probably should have gone with that guy. That sounds interesting. That sounds pretty. Uh, that, that He might be a scoundrel. I, can I watch that movie? Yeah, yacht thief. <laughs> <laughs> but then Duvall, like, tackles him and starts beating the shit out oh, of yeah, him. It seemed like he gave him the oil check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It like, hey, little- the camera's running. Uh, and th- you're a candy ass. It, <laughs> it is the beach volleyball scene of this movie. Them wrestling in the trailer. Yeah. John C. Riley is playing guitar. We should mention that he's in this movie. Oh, yeah. John C. Riley's in this movie. And then we'll 16 years later be in the spoof of this movie. Right. So they get pulled over and the cops are like, hey, you can't be taking that booze across state lines. Put him up. Lean against the truck. You only need to put one thing up. <laughs> so apparently when Tom Gru- Cruises gets arrested, he just gets an immediate erection. <laughs> because th- they throw him up against the truck. Uh-huh. Okay. She's not anywhere near him when he puts his hands up on the truck. She gets behind him. She she pats his arm, pats his sides, and then grabs his wiener, and it's already instantly hard. How do you know it was hard? Because you could see it through it his pants. Looked like he had a fucking... I think there's just a cucumber down yeah, there. Yeah, it's probably just a cucumber down there. Classic move. Yeah, yeah, but his character gets hard every time he gets arrested. The old Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is a candy ass. He's a candy ass. A candy ass. Uh, yeah, so she's giving him the, the rub down, and it's very Red Hot Chili Peppers-esque. What's that song called? Sir Psycho Sexy. Yeah, Sir Psycho Sexy. And uh, she's a prostitute that they hired. They make it worse than this later on in the movie, and they're like, oh, we just found some girl, and we put her up to... 
fucking a dude? She, we, Did you pay her? Because that makes her a hooker now. We got her ornery. She, we got her to be extra ornery with him. Ornery, like give him sex. Like She honks his dong, shows him her boobs. She doesn't show us her boobs. And then she makes out with him. Yeah. And so let's seriously, does it end there? No. It doesn't seem like it. Well, I don't think it would, but does this movie say that that's where it ends? At what point is it prostitution? I No, I think as soon as she honks his dong, it's and prostitution. Are they real highway patrolmen or are they the hot cops? Yeah, uh, I, uh, They seem official. They do. I think the highway patrol, and they've turned this woman into a hooker. TJ Hooker. He was a dude. Well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Way to go, Justin. <laughs> Shatner probably did this once or twice, too. You know. <laughs> I know Heather Logler did. Oh. <laughs> I got stopped by a lady cop in my automobile. Um, I never did. I you did. can imagine. I got a ticket for speeding. Yeah, I did. I got that, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, she, I think she's a full-on... I don't think she's a prostitute. No. I think she's a local girl that they have turned into a prostitute. They've turned into a prostitute. And the cops are cool with it. Yeah, they're in on it. Because it's Bama. Sure. Yeah. So. So the next race, uh, Rowdy spins out or there's some oil or I don't even fucking know. I'm starting to check out of this movie pretty hard. I'm going to not going to lie. Really? But uh, there's some smoke on the track, it's and he can't see. see. Yeah, so he just puts a pedal to the metal and hopes that the way's clear. And he t-bones Rowdy right on the other side of it. They have a much worse crash than they should have. Yeah, I'm not sure what the hell happens. And then Duvall has his scene where he's trying to explain. It. He's like, I think another car hit uh, Rowdy, and then you came through, and Rowdy should not have been there, and the other car pushed him into you. Yeah. It didn't make a whole lot of fucking yeah. sense because that's not what it looked like on the screen. Uh, yep. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. At this point, it's fine. So there yeah, was a crash. In 1987, are they both dead? With this crash, yeah. But yeah. This, this isn't the sort of crash that would result from what happened there. Uh, no. Oh, no. That's a very common pileup situation. Yeah, sure. right. They're probably going to get back out there missing some body parts. This, however, causes them to start tumbling flying through the flying air. through the air yeah. tumbling everyone's dead everybody's dead there's like 10 people on the stands that are dead that might be as well monte carlo 1932 never forget there's been some uh, nascar races that's why they have that fence there now because they didn't used to have the fence and yeah monte carlo 1932 though killed like 63 people it killed mod simpson or mod uh flanders on the Simpsons. Yeah. She, she died in 1932 Grand Prix? No, but she got crushed by a tire in a NASCAR race. That's how they killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, she God got hit with soul. the t-shirt gun that Homer Simpson was shooting, <laughs> and she misstepped and then got hit by a tire yes. and died. Either way, the tire crushed her. Yeah. <sighs> so they're both airlifted to the hospital, and there he meets Nicole Kidman, who's a doctor. Apparently straight off the fucking boat from Australia because she doesn't even bother to hide her accent in this film. No. And I think that she's supposed to be a southern lady. I think that we're just not supposed to know what a southern accent sounds like. The difference between Australia and the south. I don't necessarily agree with that because there's a later shot where he sent all these flowers and shit and there's a big kangaroo there with a doctor's outfit on. Oh, I missed that. 
So I'm assuming that oh, okay. she's just supposed to be Australian. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool yeah. then. Good job, guys. But I will <laughs> say that I think Nicole Kidman is one of the most beautiful women. Sure. She's very good looking. That, that I've ever seen, mm-hmm. right? And it just blows my mind because we wa- just watched Little Big Lies, right? Big Little Lies, sure. Yeah. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, she she is an ageless. She's a robot. She's a robot. Yeah. I think that she's starting to get a little too crazy with the plastic surgery, actually. Uh, she's also a terrible clapper. Because her hands are made of plastic. Everything is not real anymore. She's more machine than man now. She uh, Twisted and evil and <laughs> pretty sexy. She went on uh, Funny or Die recently and uh, at an interview about how what, what her clapping is. And she explained it in Australia. Nobody ever taught her to clap. <laughs> they She just skipped that day of school and she doesn't know how to clap. So. Well, we should mention then, if she's Australian in character... What is she impressed with any of these guys? She actually has Dick Johnson penis guy right. to worship in her homeland. Yes, that is true. Race and car driver Dick Johnson. Uh, Australian ute racing in the 80s, hell of a lot more exciting than this. 50 times more dangerous. They do sky car racing too. They just do it with Falcons. Yeah, right. But they do ute racing around the outback uh, while their trucks are on fire oh. and they're running over the indigenous people left and right. It's horrible. Uh, very inhumane and, uh, not very, uh, pleasant for the people that are there, but goddamn, if it's not exciting. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> Hooning is originally from Australia too. Hooning? Hooning. Yes. Mm. Hooning about in cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that, uh, BMX banditing is from Australia too. Which is, she was also in a surfer movie that was sort of weird. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Okay, enough about Nicole Kidman. She's there. Uh, so it's pretty touch and go with these guys. Um, <laughs> uh, he dies for like eight minutes, and they have to bring him back, and he goes into a coma, and they don't know if he's going to come out of it. And they, what? They have to take his skull cap off and like mess around in his brains a little bit and like uh, combine his DNA with a uh, lizard, and so now he's got lizard powers. No! None of this happens, Jackie, because in this hospital scene, nothing fucking happens. No, it's that's not, not true. They do a brain. Dramatic. They do a brain scan. A wiener oh. gets grabbed. Yeah, yeah. It is the least dramatic. He's touch and go, man. What an accident scene of all time. He's blind, Justin. Not, not, yeah, because he's, he's an fucking idiot. blind. Because he's an idiot. He's fucking blind. He's not. He's blind. never gonna race again. He's a candy. Oh my ass. god. I can't see. I can't see. Yeah, it's because you just want to drive down there. It's because you're a candy ass. Open up your eyes, dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) He's drowning like little John in Robin Hood, Prince uh, Men in Tights. Right. The best part of the hospital scene was when he was in the cat scan machine. He's like, somebody talk to me when I'm driving. There's somebody who talks to me. Gives me the play by play. We're a team or whatever the fuck he says. And it's like, oh my God. And Nicole Kidman looks over at Robert Duvall and is like, this guy? And he's like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, you know, I'm so embarrassed right now. I mean, obviously he's not blind. I'm going to bone this guy later in this film. <laughs> he's like, so, uh, yeah, before he got hit in the head hard, the baseline was low. I'm just going to put it this way. <laughs> don't expect much. I'll tell you whether or not, like, if he's, you know, Drooling on himself and running into the wall, he's made a full recovery. So he's a candy ass, right? Oh, yeah, he's a total he's candy He's a total ass. candy yeah. ass. Okay, I thought so. Um, so this time he really meets Nicole Kidman. He hasn't seen her before because he was blind or whatever. It was stupid. Uh, but she, he thinks she's been brought in as a hooker by this team. She's a real doctor, so she's offended not very much by him reverse molesting her. 
Yes. What are we going to call this? Sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sexual. call it what it is. Uh, sexual assault. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I personally liked that uh, she didn't make any cracks about like, well, I, I'm sorry, sir, but it is below average. Yeah, yeah. or something like, dude, she should have zinged him right here. Like, well, I guess we had to chop part of it off in the surgery because Jesus, this thing is tiny. Yeah. Something. So there had been a, a large amount of quote unquote method acting going on between Cruz and Don Simpson driving too fast, getting speeding tickets, all this shit about racing, right? Nicole Kidman shows up and she's like, can I study neurosci- neuroscience to get into character? And I'm like, that would be stupid. Why would you do that? Why would maybe, she do that? Maybe so she could pronounce half the shit. I don't know. She doesn't really say anything. No, but they were driving cars fast. Why can't she look at pictures yeah. of brains? Okay. I mean, in reality, what's one one worse than the other, really? I would be like, can I drive the cars fast? I don't need to learn brain surgery. Well, they gave her a race car name. Her name's Dr. Lewicki, and Alan Kowicki was really popular right then, so it had to be a nod. Hmm. Even the doctor has a race car name <laughs> in this movie. The doctor was a race car driver. There we go. 25 years old. All right, so they're- uh, She was just looking to get boned. Ah, candy ass man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Uh, so they, Rowdy's there and they're going to go have a brain meeting with Dr. Kidman and the, the chief of NASCAR. Yeah, I, guess is like, I think that that's a good way to put it is that they have a brain meeting with Dr. Kidman and the boss of NASCAR uh-huh. and there's just different brains on TV and they're different colors and none of it makes any sense. Right. And she's like, oh, uh, but before they even get to this meeting. They have to have a wheelchair race, these two. Oh, you can't not race at everything. And they're rubbing. They're rubbing's racing. It's a lot of rubbing. Yeah. Trading, trading paint, trading chrome on a wheelchair. Running wheel. over medical staff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> causing people to die, most likely. Probably. But Nicole Kidman doesn't clear them. She's like, no, they need another week or two. Um, and the boss of nascar is like all right doctor get the hell out of here all right boys here how it is you need to clean this shit up but you both are clear with me get on out there and race yeah but, well no he's like if you go monkeys can kill yourself but not on my track you sons of bitches yeah so they got to play nice but they're good to go they don't have to spend two more weeks no, in the hospital they do they don't they, they end up having to not go racing yeah, because they have to pass the physical. That's why we Enter get the Princess Bride guy. Carrie Elwes, yes. Yeah. He oh, wouldn't show up without the two weeks I off. I thought Randy Quaid was just buying another car. No, he was no. the replacement driver. Then why are they so fucking pissed at Carrie Elwes? I don't know. <sighs> okay, so. Because later, yes, uh, Dennis Quaid buys another car. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid buys another race car team. After he realizes that this other replacement guy could possibly get, get some wins for his... Uh, nascar dreams as well all right well whatever in the meantime there's romance and some sexy time with nicole kidman and tom cruise do we want to talk about this at all he's gonna put sweet and low in her vagina so that's interesting yeah some of the least sexy business i've seen in a long time because he's trying to churn her into a candy ass (laughs) yeah sweeten up that butthole (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, she's australian he's gonna have to he's, he's gonna be the candy ass in this relationship taint no lie <laughs> god damn it all right fine Ew. 
I might want to retire from comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Krusty the Clown jokes. Yeah, yeah. so Carrie Elwes is in this film now. And uh, the next race that he runs in, uh, he's being a dick, and he bumps Tom Cruise's around, and the fucking car explodes because I guess Tom Cruise can't handle it, so he pegged the fucking motor and blew it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Seeing shadows, hearing footsteps. The voices are telling him to get out of the car. Get out of the car. Next race, he... Uh, he blocks him in the pit and uh, then spins him out later. So this guy's being a real problem. To, he's it, got a mat on towards Tom Cruise's for some reason. Who, mind you, at this point in time, has only won one race. He hasn't even finished any other race. It said at one point that he'd won five of the last six races. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we only see one. So he's won at least five races. So he's in line for the championship, too. Now. He would have been, probably. Yeah. Huh. If they had, this is the point where the movie basically just starts ignoring what happens in action. Like they had kind of been pretty good about the NASCAR thing. Now they're just completely ignoring it. If you had two drivers jacking with each other and you own both the cars, you'd have a sit down. He needs both cars to finish up top. Right. Not just one of them. Right. You got two cars out there. You need them both to perform. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, uh, there's some drama with Randy Quaid, and he's like, I'll do what I want. I'm the boss. and He's his own worst enemy. Yeah. Now. So, Cruz is sitting there in the pit, and uh, Kerry Owens has won the race, and he's taking his victory lap, and Tom Cruise is like, give me some new tires. Why? There's no point. It's over. Do it! And they do it. Yep. I would have been like, no, we're going home. The race is over. No, they're probably still... This has happened before. Oh, okay. So so they, they put on some new tires, and he peels out, and he goes through the pit and sideswipes. Crashes crashes somebody on the victory lap. Huh. Helmets get thrown at victory laps sometimes, too. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Exciting. It is. So he's fired. He's crashed both of Randy Quaid's cars. You're all out of here. You're fired. And I guess it's the end of the season anyway. Right. Because the next thing we're talking about Daytona, which is the beginning. Right. I just, who won? Uh, yeah, championship's over. So it must have been Aldo Bonetti. Right. The only other named driver who is Don Simpson and only gets one line. Uh, Sato, whose name I only know was because he won the Indy 500, which was today. The today. day we're recording. So congratulations to him. First time winner. And then he gets in a fight with the taxi cab with cars. It's pretty weird. This cabbie's hot to trot, I think. Yeah. He's ready to go. Yeah. Like when she's getting pissed because they're like having emotional talk number one that makes very little sense between Kidman and, and Cruz. And uh, some cabbies just really randy as shit, wants to drive fast, mm -hmm. gets into a race with him. And the cabbie racing. gets away. He's driving that thing like he stole it. <laughs> he might have. He might have. And Nicole Kidman is like, let me out. Fine. I'm out of here. I hate you. She says, I hate yeah. you. You're out of control. I hate you. you I hate you. You can't come back from that one. Yeah. It's over. There's no more romance to be had when somebody says, I hate you. She says something else to him that doesn't make any sense, though, either. Like this, 
You can't have control of everything because nothing is controllable. And your ass is made of candy. <laughs> you are a candy ass, sir. <laughs> she calls him a coward, pretty much. You're fearful. You've got the fear. You're a little pussy. Yeah. I know what your deal is, sweet and low. You were just out of creamer. <laughs> oh, my God. He was. That's why they were just jerking around. <laughs> Give her the sex or don't, buddy. <laughs> I choose don't. <laughs> so he goes and visits Rowdy. So she's he's she's been dumped by her. And he goes and visits Rowdy, and Rowdy's like about <laughs> fallen, to fallen upon hard times. Yeah. All of his children are just crying for no reason. Right. He's playing pool by himself. Yeah. And Rowdy needs to get surgery. Brain surgery. Or at least just needs to go back to the doctor and get looked at. Right. He, they say that he's got a brain hemorrhage. Right. But he's doing fine. Uh, Other than the brain hemorrhage that I guess he can just wait and deal with at his own that he pace. He prevents him from having a career in, anymore. Sure, but he won't go to the doctor because <sighs> nothing's wrong with him, even though he's not allowed to go to work. I can't race anymore, so you drive my car, but everything's fine with me. What Other it takes brain cloud. is Tom Cruise has to hit his pool table with a baseball bat. Yeah. yeah. And then yell at him. Okay. So Tom Cruise goes to Robert Duvall and he's like, hey, be part of my crew. And I'm just going to have a note here that says blah, blah, drama. Yes. This barn scene is super long and super dumb and super boring. And it's about fucking John C. Riley's dad. Yep. What the fuck, man? Oh, yeah. That's my one question. What your question is? What the fuck? Uh, what happened to that guy? Who cares? He died. He died, but then it was like, oh, he had a heart attack, so he was dead before he hit the wall. And no. then it was, no, he died because you fucked up the exhaust and it went into the car, and he passed out and he died because he crashed into the wall going 190. No, he wasn't. Miles he was hour. talking his mouth off. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like he crashed the car and died. All right. Well, I'll 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 be on your team then. Okay. Oh, uh, right. That's a fucking great scene, guys. Glad that one's in the script. Race day. Daytona 500 day. Nicole Kidman shows up because she guys, because she doesn't hate him. Whatever. And it uh, goes by pretty fast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it does. We got Robert Duvall talking to the car at the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no, you're leaking. We got to swap out the motor the last second. They stole a motor, but not really. Randy Quaid gave it to him. Which also in the rules, if you do that, you have to go to the back. Yeah, right? Yep. Well, he starts at the back. He's last place. Is he? Yeah, 56 laps in. He's last place. Holy shit. The entire field's in front of him. And he's not talking to Robert Duvall. Hey, come back at you, trucker. And he's like, uh-uh, I'm quiet right now, even though I'm telling you that I'm quiet, but uh, I'm not talking to you guys. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Say something. Uh, he goes through the smoke. There's yep. been a little bit of peel out, and he goes through the smoke, and... Robert Duvall's like, go high. You can get through those cars. I know you can. You can do it. And he pegs it. First, he's a little shaky, but then he pegs it and goes through. Then he gets his confidence back and some wailing guitar. Yep. And then he says, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Oh. So he downshifts and goes fast. Yep. He's out of there. And he, within like two shots, he's all the way from last place into ninth place. Just passing guys left and right because now, because he's confident, his car is like, he's like, 
if Dom was driving it. He just a, goes fast suddenly. He's got a wailing guitar berator. Right. Oh. oh. <laughs> so once that guitar comes on, it's like a turbocharger for his <laughs> mellow yellow rig. Oh, yeah, the mellow yellow car. Uh, so he's doing pretty good, and time's going by pretty fast. It's like uh, we don't have very many laps left, but his gas pedal gets stuck. I can't, uh, can't lift off. All right. Well, he gets spun out, and the gas pedal's fine, but he needs a new tranny. Transmission's screwed. Well, we don't have time for a new tranny. There's a caution flag out there, and you got to get your ass back out there before the pace car. Uh, All right, give me high gear. Yep. Which I guess, so it's a two-gear tranny? I just guess he gets like eighth or something. It's like uh, it's like that low and high in, uh, pole position. You only shift once. Reverse and fast. Yeah, reverse and fast. And if you're Dom, Dominic Toretto, there's reverse fast and, and forward fast. And super fast. Yes. So but, he gets out in front of the pace car, and there's only nine, or he's in ninth, and there's only eight laps left. Already in this fucking race. Well, even like 10 minutes. Yeah, Randy Quaid helps him get out there, though. Oh, yeah. Because they all have to push him. Yeah, they're bros now. What's his engine? God damn it. God damn it. I'll do what I want. So he's uh, catching up to Kerry Elwes, who's out front. And Kerry Elwes just keep slamming him into the wall. He's like, I'm going to put this son of a bitch away. And uh, he's going to go high on you. Nope, he's not going to go high. He's going to go low on you. Mm-hmm. And, Old switcheroo. And he passes him and wins the fucking Daytona 500. That's the exciting climax of this film. I thought like there was going to be a thing where Carrie Elwes was going to like try to slam in, in, him into the wall, but like overestimates and then he crashes into the wall and spins out and explodes and dies. That would have been cool. Something, but he just wins, passes him, passes him. Well, it's doesn't help that the cocaine fueled chaos that this production was forgot to get that shot the first yeah. time around. So maybe it's going to be anticlimactic when you have to pick up your climax shot. Oh, how did he win? Oh, no. Oh, we, we didn't get that? Yeah, you guys were bothering me oh. the whole time. This guy's over here raising barns all over every county in fucking South Carolina. You two nutsacks won't leave me alone. Of course I didn't get the shot. We haven't shot anything in three weeks. All right, so, all right, we'll, we'll just go shoot it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How, what's he going to do? Like, how's he going to win? He, pass he's, he's him? pass him. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah, exciting. Passing. Yeah. Passing's racing. So. Passing is racing. They, he wins. Everybody fucking loves him. Robert Duvall and him are like, oh, you're cool, right? And they have a fucking foot race because they got to have more Tom Cruise running. Free scream credits. And then it would have been followed by Whitesnake, but somebody turned it off. Right. I get that. Yeah. I turned it off. Don't like the Whitesnake. Which Whitesnake song was it? It was one that was made specifically for the movie. Probably not Here I Go Again on my own. Probably not. Probably, Probably had, uh, Fast Penis. Fast Penis? <laughs> when you read about the production, this actually, when I was watching it, seemed a lot less gay than Top Gun. Okay. Like, there was not as much men looking at each other longingly and sexually in this uh-huh, one. Right. It was just sort of racing. But you're reading about how it gets made, and you're like, oh, God, this has got to be the gayest movie ever. It's not. It's like, eh. But, like, the... When we're reading about it, like, not only did we do that, but we got White Snake, the band named after a guy's penis. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. Okay, Jackie, starting with you on questions. I already burned mine. I want to know what happened to that guy. He died. Yeah, he died. He died, apparently. I want to know what happened to a guy. What happened to fucking Rowdy? He just disappears. He had surgery. And- no, he doesn't. He's like, they say I got to have surgery. Should I do it? Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, I know what to tell you. Race my car. End of scene. Well, he still owns the car. Right. So but he's going to be all right. Did he? It sounded like the brain surgery had some risk to it. Yeah. Like he might fucking die from it. Did he A, do it, and B, is he okay? That doesn't matter. They just dumped that character gone. Done yeah. from the movie. He's Well, that leads into my question. Is there only three race car drivers? In Four, because Aldo Bonetti gets to be in the movie, And Richard too. Petty, but he, he crashes, crashes out. They, early. Rowdy causes Richard Petty to retire, because he is does not appear in the film for the rest of it. No. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Ugh. And part two of that question, the best two race car drivers weren't even racing cars at the beginning of the movie. Because Cole Trickle wasn't racing cars. That's true. And neither was... Carrie was his character. He just comes in from pff, Omaha wherever, and now he's yeah. the best. Yeah, he's the, the best. Stupidest fucking sunglasses. Those little tiny John Lennon circle ones. When he was walking through there at the for the very he's end just race. Iceman. He's just Iceman, Jackie. Yeah, he's he's a blonde haircut. Right. Ugh. Uh, my big question. Sure. Is actually, do you have any more plot questions? No. And you're done. Uh, my big question, is it better than Driven? Yes. Jackie? Yes. Yeah, I'm for me too. And here's my big question, the one why, why we've all been doing this Bruckheimer shit. Bruckheimer better with Simpson? Then what are we comparing it to, Con Air and, and Armageddon? Uh, Armageddon? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. No, yeah. this movie this movie doesn't suck. Um, no. I It's not very good i think it's just kind of bleh but i wouldn't i wouldn't even consider this movie a stinker i just think it's just not that great i think it's a stinker because it's so dumb it's it's super dumb but it's not near as dumb as driven uh how does let's let's add this another way uh question how does this stack up in the pantheon of racing movies uh not as good as that one from the brady bunch kid what uh drive no you mean Rush. the Happy Days guy? Yeah, the Happy Days guy, <laughs> happy day. the Brady Bunch guy. No, I think I, I think that anybody would be willing to say that Rush is pretty much the bar. Yeah, uh, that's the best racing movie of all time. But before Rush, we got Driven. <laughs> it's probably this movie. I can't think of another racing movie. Like, there's car, plenty of car movies, and Fast and Furious doesn't really count. But like actual professional automobile racing movies. Movies. Uh, I think this is a perfect question to uh, leave up to the fans. Le Mans with uh, Steve McQueen. Oh, yeah. And then there was the one with uh, Paul Newman. And I don't like either one of them as much as I like this movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If you want to write into us and tell us what your favorite racing movie is of all time, whether it be Rush or something that we've talked about or haven't talked about, go ahead and email us at talkatstegermanis.com or post on Facebook. Uh, Facebook forward slash stickerbandus.com or twitter.com forward slash stickerbandus or whatever. Just just go to any website. Sure. Uh, just start donkeyporn.com forward slash stickerbandus and you'll find us. Yeah, why not? 
Does Shake and Bake count? Shake and Bake. Shakeandbake.com forward slash Tinker Madness. So this movie is super boring. Oh, you mean Talladega Nights? Yeah. No, no, that's a comedy. That's not a racing movie. I mean, you got to give the movie that, that its legacy is such that it gets a spoof 16 years later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also very beloved by NASCAR fans because mm-hmm. of the the character, Michael Rooker's character. Uh, what is it again? Buddy? Rowdy Burns. Rowdy Burns. So the guy that is the stunt driver for the Rowdy Burns car, they uh, Hedrick let two cars, they let two cars go around in the real Daytona shooting this movie for the first 40 laps and then got them off the track. Mm. There were camera cars and stunt cars. And the stunt car uh, was driven by Bobby Hamilton who at the time was driving a fucking wrecker for the infield. A Michael wrecker? No, a wrecker. Like a goal. And the next week, uh, Hedrick's like, well, the car's still in one piece. You want to see if you can qualify in it? He fucking qualified fifth in a shit car. Racing history. Goes on to win four races, wins the Craftsman Truck Series. Beloved by one of a fan favorite racer because of this movie. Hmm. So I think it should count. All right. (laughs) If if Talladega Nights makes it on the list, that should count. Talladega Nights makes it on the list of what? This racing movie, movie, Jackie. He was talking about Days of Thunder, not Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights is a comedy, not a racing movie. It's a joke. It's a spoof of racing movies. It's not a racing movie. There's probably as much racing in Talladega Nights as there is. In is this it though. a spoof? Yes. That's like saying that fucking Naked Gun is a is a cop movie. That's a real cut movie. I think Frank Drebin's one of my favorite detectives. I think so, too. Uh, fine. No. <laughs> no. Whatever ha! you want. I don't care. Whatever. whatever, people. Yeah, whatever. All right. There's your movie. Uh, are we giving it recommends? Yes. Okay. I super liked it. I was very entertained. Huh. I, you know, I got a little vested in some of the racing that was happening. Really wanted Tom Cruise's to win. Okay, Sammy. Yeah, I liked it more than I liked it the first time, and I liked it the first time. I liked it more than the first time too. I didn't like this movie very much, but I still, yeah, you know, I still don't like it. I just, I think it's blah. I think it's super generic. I think it's every other Tom Cruise movie, and I just don't like Tom Cruise movies. They suck, but this one I think I have the most fun with because Top Gun actually hurts a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And I can't watch Cocktail, and I can't watch The Color of Money. So give me Days of Thunder. All right, I'll get, I'll, I'll say do because I'm going to give it a six out of ten. I, didn't, sure. I don't think it's great. It's the if you're only watch one Tom Cruise movie, watch this one. Yeah, it is streaming on Ep- uh, Epics right now. I guess we should say. All right, let's move on to some streaming do's and don'ts. But first, we have something that desperately needs to be addressed on this podcast. We've got we've got a major problem out there, and we need to we need to solve this. Jackie and I went to the movie theater last night and saw a classic film showing of. David Bowie in Labyrinth, which oh. I hadn't seen since I was a kid. So I got to see it on the big screen. I thought that was pretty cool. Got to see the big package. That's, oh, it was awesome. That's the problem here. That's what we're going to talk about, guys, hey, is David Bowie's package. Hey, kids. David Bowie just put a grapefruit in his pants. What the fuck was going on with David Bowie's balls in Labyrinth, a children's movie? Who said that this was good? I don't know. Do. I've been saying this for years that there's. So they that, didn't uh, give him any underwear. And, and tight fucking skin tight pants. Just leotard. Like, you just stare up like, ah. Uh, 
And there's some there's some very questionable shots in this film where where some of the Muppets, uh, particularly the Hog, Hoggle, Hoggle, mm-hmm. the, her little friend, the grody looking old man, sure, uh, played by a little person, is eye level to said dong, uh-huh. and it's in frame. Like his face is maybe two inches from dong, mm-hmm. and it's weird. Yeah, they needed to do different pants. Different pants. What about the Goblin King says that he has to be wearing dong pants? Yeah. Like fucking Freddie Mercury's pants. What's he doing in those? <laughs> That's actually the Goblin King is his package. He's Knob Goblin. I don't get it. I have been horrified by that my whole life. Man. It is, whoosh. which if you watch the man who fell to earth, uh-huh. I heard like, oh, there's going to be full frontal on Bowie. And I'm like, I got to watch this movie anyway, whatever. So I'm expecting to be horrified by David Coverdale size penis. Uh-huh. No, it's just like a normal wiener. And you're like, what the fuck is going on in the labyrinth? Did he like put a grapefruit in front of there or something? I just think they're really tight pants. It just has a bad idea. Just, dude, it's a kid's movie. It is a kid's movie. Mom. There were several spots when he was dancing to Dance Magic Dance uh-huh. that you could see two balls clearly. Clearly <laughs> balls. Yeah, two separate balls. Like it had The balls had camel toe, and you right. could totally oh. see it, and you were like, <laughs> Mommy, do all Goblin Kings have huge packages? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Goblin King of UPS. Other than that, I thought the movie was great. I, I like that movie a lot. Sure. Surprisingly. I didn't think I, I was even, going to. I even liked the packages. But then again, I'm a fucking adult, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyways, moving on to actual streaming do's and don'ts. We're going to start out with a uh, another Mystery Science Theater, The Return, on Netflix. The Land the Time Forgot. Classic H.G. Wells movie. Or story, book whatever you want to say. This is an AIP picture, too. Yeah, it is. It is. Samuel Arkoff. This is the biggest one they ever made. With uh, Troy McClure. Troy McClure. Doug McClure. Doug McClure. Troy McClure is the Simpsons guy. (laughs) Doug McClure is who he's framed after. And I, when I watched this, I mean, I liked this one pretty well, Uh but the next three they do, because of how well this thing did, uh, are the ones to watch. They're more fun. Uh, Which ones? Journey to the Center of the Earth is one of them. There's two more. But the AIP does three, and then McClure and the director stay on board and do a, a fourth movie independently that's science fiction stop motion. Right. Are you talking uh, Monster Island with uh, Peter Cushing? Maybe. I like that one. I, I wanted to make that an episode, but it's really hard to get your hands on. It is on. really hard to get your hands on, but they're a lot of fun. Uh, Doug- I really liked this movie. Yeah, this shit is actually like science fiction bar before Star Wars. I, the I thought that the special effects, the dinosaurs themselves, looked fan fucking tastic. I before Jurassic Park, these are the best di- looking dinosaurs that ever been on film. Yeah, they, they were great. The also the first twenty minutes is like the best submarine movie I'd ever seen mm. before it has to become you know the land that time forgot. But, like, it's really well done on the front end. Yeah, I didn't think that this was a very bad movie. I think it's cheesy, sure, but sure. Uh, uh, for the time, I, I think it, I would have been, like, standing on my chair clapping at this thing. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, your thoughts on The Land of Time Forgot? Uh, well, I forgot most of this movie, so. <laughs> That's the movie oh, God that damn Jackie it. forgot. Yeah, yeah, the movie that I forgot. But I'm with Sam. I do... The, the thing that I really took away from the movie was the submarine shots were pretty awesome. Like when they were 
going to commandeer the submarine and stuff. I liked all of that. But then once we got to Dinosaur Land, I just fucked right off. Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I really liked Dinosaur Land. There was different tribes of uh, cavemen. Yeah. And a little bit of a evolutionary subtopic put in there, like, you know, that the, the there's different levels of evolved cavemen, and eventually one of those levels was going to become our men of cavemen. Sure. Uh, I liked it. I, yeah. I, I fucking, I think I grooved on this movie. Oh, yeah. I, and I just, it makes me, I forgot how much I like Doug McClure. I, it makes me think how much I like H.G. Wells. That uh. guy I can fucking write. Great fucking science fiction author love all that shit next up on amazon prime sam and i watched this jackie skipped it lethal ninja starring no one no nobody oh you're wrong i saw this oh you saw any lethal ninja yeah all right cool it it had karate no nope and uh you know i don't think you did there was a knife in it Mm -mm. uh Mm oh no well, no, I guess see, I can't fake this one out. Should we should we tell what is in this movie, or should we save it for viewers if they decide to watch this? I think that you should save. So, well, the one thing I'll say is that there's another Lethal Ninja that does have somebody in it named David Heavener, and it's not that this isn't that one. Yeah, this is made by the same people that did uh, U.S. Seals, which is one of Sam and I's favorite uh, shitty gun army movies. Sure, this is uh, whatever uh, Lerner. Yeah, Barry Lerner Barry on Lerner. site, right. but Avi Lerner was New Image is the production company. Yeah, so uh, the same people that brought you Shark Attack Three as well. Sure. So it's uh, this guy is like a cool guy. He's not even a ninja. He's, he's just a cool guy. He becomes a ninja. I guess he, as it turns out, he's a ninja. Yeah, but he's mostly just a cool guy. Mostly a cool guy. And he's got a buddy who's basically just Steve James from American Ninja as well but kind of like if you took steve james's height but eddie murphy's look yeah he looks just like axel foley it's but uncanny. he's too tall yeah too he's tall, tall axel foley. foley he should play for the dallas cowboys in the yeah 70s. uh and then a, a gal who has to dress up sexy sometimes but not all the time right there's some pretty wild shit that happens in this film uh there's there a is. battle fight on top of like a wild waters like a like a Six Flags type water park, like Wild Waters Poops. in like San Dimas or something. It's like they put some shrubberies after they shot Bill and Ted and turned it into a bad evil complex. But it's definitely just a water slide. It's park. just a water slide, and they have a ninja fight on top of it. So there, that's pretty unusual. It is very unusual. Uh, but there's something else that happens in this ninja movie that is by far more bonkers. It is, and it should it should be unsaid. Like. This one has a surprise. A pretty that, big surprise. That you're just not expecting at all. Uh, on the whole, though, I didn't think it was that great of a film. I, I was pretty it. bored with it. Um, I'm still going to give it a do. Yeah, it's a Just do. because of the few what the fuck things. But for the most part, it's pretty slow. The guys both suck. The guys and both I suck. kind of enjoyed how much they sucked. So I, I, I thought it was a solid do. Yeah, I'm going to give it a do as well. So uh, there's your podcast. This week was Sam's pick. Jackie, what are you going to choose next for us? Well, I don't know yet. Imagine that. I Well, I wanted to do Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, but I don't think that that's, that's actually not, a bad that's movie. That's actually a pretty good movie. I've seen it. I've seen it too, and I loved it, and so I don't really want to put it on this podcast. You could do Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, because it's basically a carbon copy 
of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and it sucks. I'm in. Let's do that one. How long is Tu Wong Fu? It's not over two hours. Okay. All right. Well, if that's your pick, Jackie. Uh, maybe it's your pick. Uh, it also depends on the availability of Tu Wong Fu, but uh, we'll see. Either way, enjoy your week. Come back to us on Monday and get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.